Are you ready to take your real estate IQ to the next level? Do you want to know how top agents communicate with their clients and what data and sales tools they use to win in any market? Hi, I'm Jeremy Polarski, and welcome to episode four of Real Talk with, Re- with Realtron, the official podcast of Remax Realtron. I have 15 years experience selling real estate in and around Toronto and working with realtors to grow their businesses. But what I love doing is talking shop with realtors who are passionate and professional. Whether it's a way to get a client to see what's best for them or how to coax a buyer rep into bringing you an offer on your listing, there are secrets out there that will change your business. In this podcast, we'll bring you those ideas along with key market information that every realtor in the GTA needs to know. Today, I'm excited to bring you the passion and excitement of two young realtors who are starting out in the business, REMAX Realtron 2018 Rookie of the Year, Vadim Valensky, and Lawrence Mack, number 10 in the Bathurst office and 100% Club winner. Welcome, guys. Thanks so much for coming and doing this. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Let's get started. All right. So the first thing I want to discuss with you guys, uh, Tony Robbins talks about business is 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. Mm-hmm. So let's go into the psychology a little bit of it. And let's talk about, uh, first of all, the thing that I want to talk about, you both have lots of energy. And uh, I know Vadim is a killer with his morning routine. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk to us for a minute. How do you get your energy? What gets you excited? And what gets you up really early in the morning to get your day started? So let me just, uh, when you wake up in the morning, the day starts with the night before. It's you have to plan out your day in such a way that when you wake up in the morning, you're already ready and you're good to go. Right. My, the way I see it is it has to be done. You do the hardest thing in the morning right away. To me, it's waking up at 5 a.m. and going right away to the gym. Once you're done the gym, everything else seems to be way much easier. And why five, 5 in the morning? A lot of realtors say, you know, I don't have to go to work on time. Let me start it a little bit later. Why, why does 5 a.m. matter so to you? So the secret, and there's a lot of very famous people that they say, the reason why you have to wake up as early as possible is you want to wake up before the sun rises. By doing so, you have extra hours that a lot of our agents, they just wake up at 8 a.m., they drive to the office, it's now, now 9, they have coffee at 10. With me, waking up at 5, going to the gym at 5.30, finishing at 7, 7.30 breakfast, at 8 o'clock I'm already ready to be on the phone. Wow. So while everyone else is still just getting to the groove, I'm already on the phone, ready to make the next phone call. And that's, that's what you feel is your edge that's on your edge. morning routine. And, yes. and that energy carries you throughout the day? Yes. So by working out, you're getting that adrenaline, you're, you're getting pumped completely. Everything else afterwards seems to be extremely easy. Okay. I'm inspired. We saw, we were in Vegas together, we saw Hal Elrod, who talked yeah. about his morning routine. Yeah. Uh, it's the SAVERS method. And there's an acronym for each one. Right. And it sounds like you're following just about yes. what, what he's saying you're doing. So mm-hmm. Hal Elrod's a great. Yeah. Great one to look at. <laughs> Lawrence, I, I know you, well, you don't have the same uh, crazy quite. morning discipline, no. nor do I, uh, <laughs> but you and I deal with a, with a different challenge. Yes. So we wake up with kids. Yes. So you wake up with kids and you got to get right back into that business mode. Yeah. Right after. So uh, do you, what's, what's your, you take your, your. Yeah, I basically take my son, son to work. To, to school. To school, <laughs> yeah. So like when we wake up, I'm. There for the morning routine, pack his lunch, walk him to school, that kind of thing. Right. By the time I'm ready, it's basically nine o'clock, and that's when I start my day. Right. Five thirty in the morning. Um, it's a lot of respect for someone who can do that. Yeah. I tried it. So, I can't then, do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is the great thing. Everyone does their own thing, but in the end, 
I've never seen you looking tired. I've never seen you not excited about what you're doing. I'm sure you'll say you, you have been, but you get past that well. Yes. And that's important. I get past So that. what do you do to stay high energy? What do you do to uh, have the energy to influence your clients and, and the people around you? I mean, for me, at the end of the day, it's just looking at life for like a long-term point of view kind of thing, right? I mean, maybe it's just a job or a career, but like nothing really gets me down that much because... At the end of the day, it's just life, right? So you just keep pushing forward and just always mm -hmm. trying to be optimistic. I mean, I think a lot of people say that, but I was trying to smile. So really no point in thinking about negative things. Yeah, yeah. And is there, so is there one thought, I guess your thought, uh, you said that to keep, sorry, what did you say? You said just keep a long-term view on yeah, things. Yeah, long-term view of things, right? I mean, 10 years from now, most of the things that happen today in terms of problems aren't really going to yeah. be a problem. And I'm mm -hmm. going to remember what they were, whether yeah. someone's like yelling at me or I forgot yeah. something or... You know, those are very, very small beans in the right. overall scheme of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So intense discipline and everything matters. Yeah. And just relax. Nothing just matters. Just relax. Nothing and, matters. And we'll be dead in 100 both, years. Both philosophies work. Mm -hmm. I think the key is you're, you're sticking with your philosophy and you're being true to her, who you are. Yeah. Another thing that I know is very important for both of you is communicating with uh, other agents and successful agents and being around people in the business. So, uh, Lawrence, you started... Uh, Facebook group, yep. uh, Real Estate Rookies. I know you mastermind a lot. You mm -hmm. work with a lot of groups. Vadim, I know you do similar stuff. Why is that important to you to be connecting with real estate agents on a regular basis? For me, it's just I just like to connect to people. I mean, I like networking. I really like teaching, and I like learning from people. And I do find that when I teach people things, it crystallizes that knowledge in my head. And mm -hmm. so I really like to associate with people who are maybe a level above me or at the same level mm -hmm. so that I can learn from them. And similarly, when I started up the Facebook group, Facebook Rookies, um, Real Estate Rookies, or the Commercial Real Estate Group, it's just because it's a group that I want to be in. Because I've been right. in other groups, and there's a lot of negativity mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I really try to filter that out of my groups. And at the same time, I've met so many people in real life. First, I met them online, and then real life. And it's just yeah. really great to meet those people and networking. Yeah. Um, in my own life, I've, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I never really had a job. And so I find that this industry is really, really good for that because I can really associate with people that I want to hang around with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really fun. Yeah, I think it's important to choose choose who you spend time with. I know, Absolutely. Vadim, you you've take a lot of top agents for lunch. That's a yeah. big thing for you. Uh, and spending time, why is that important to you to, to take top agents for lunch? So well, as you mentioned, I have only been in business for about a year. But what I learned about real estate, I have done sales for the last 10 years, and I learned that to really become really good at what you do, surround yourself with already successful people. So instead of trying to surround yourself with everyone, you're focusing on those who already succeeded. Real estate is a very simple business. As long as you follow specific rules. Sorry, I don't know why that's happening. As long as you follow specific rules and you focus on what everyone else, the top producers are already doing, and you just basically do R&D, rip and duplicate. <laughs> R&D, rip and duplicate. I'm writing that down, rip and duplicate. And I'd like to also add to yeah. that, uh, in terms of, in general, when I network and I talk to agents, what I really, really like doing is talking to agents about marketing ideas, other ways of getting business, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when I talk with a lot of agents, they, they get lost in the weeds and talk about like a deal that they're doing and how like this client, right. blah, 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 whatever. I, I personally don't find that very interesting. Like I don't really learn much. It's mostly them just complaining. What I really like to associate with, the, the agents I like to associate with are the ones who 
just talk about things like sales or different systems that they're using right. or ideas that work. And usually within about five minutes, I can tell if the agent is pretty good at what they do or if they're mm -hmm. sort of lost in the weeds. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You've got to stick with systems and don't get caught up in, in one deal. So okay. Vadim, just take us through, because uh, a lot of agents out there say, wow, if I could go for lunch with whoever the top agent in my office is or mm -hmm. top agent in my neighborhood or whoever it is, that, that would just be so amazing. What's your experience? Tell us about the first time you called an agent. What was the reaction? You know, uh, give, us, give us a positive story. What's your experience? I will tell you. If you check with Marius from our office, from Realtron, I have been following up with him constantly, a week after a week after a week. And he's like, Vadim, I'm just busy with this deal. There is another thing. And every week there is something else. Yeah. And I keep telling Marius, I will not give up on you. I'm meeting with you for lunch and we'll sit down and we will, we will go just kind of try to learn from each other. Right. I specialize in social media. He does the old school, which does very well for him. But he is a great example of how I'm just so persistent and I'm not giving up on meeting with top producers. Mm -hmm. He's an example. The idea is you have to meet with people that you can learn from. Right. I do devote also a lot of attention to new agents. Even though I'm new, but I have experience, I'm still taking out others who ask me for coffee, for example, just to meet with them, just to give them this idea what the experience is all about, right. what the energy is all about when it comes to real estate. So I don't mind meeting once in a while for coffee, but with top producers, I will go for lunch. Yeah. That's my, yeah. my yeah. kind of. Okay, so you go for coffee with, with new agents and you go for lunch with, yes. uh, with experienced agents. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So, uh, and, and most agents, they're by, by far you find are, are they receptive They will always tell that? you they're busy, but as long as you're persistent and you keep trying and you go for it, eventually we'll say, you know what, yeah, let me, let's just go for lunch, let's just, let's just do it. So you gotta make two or three phone calls, you're saying? More than that sometimes. More than that sometimes, yeah. but you're committed to doing it? Yes. And by the way, that's you know, the same yeah. way you're successful in your business, because you, you don't take no for an it's answer. It's lead so follow-up at the end of the day. It's lead follow-up. So, so it's just as important for you to have lunch with whoever the top agent you wanna have lunch with is, as it is to meet that, that buyer who you think is gonna buy. 100%. And you're committed to doing it. That's amazing. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about business. Um, 2018, the market's steady in places. Uh, it's uncertain in places. Uh, we talked about the energy you need to, to have to be ready to work with people. Mm -hmm. Where is your business coming from? Let's start with Lawrence. Uh, where's most of your business is, uh, I think, referral-based mm -hmm. and, and sphere of influence-based. Right. So uh, tell us a little bit where your business comes from, how you develop relationships in business. Sure. When I first started off in my first year, I didn't really do as much, but I did do a lot of the classic things, door knocking, cold calling. I've done all those before. Uh, in my second year, when I did pretty well, I looked through my numbers, and basically 85% of the volume did come from repeat and referral. Mm -hmm. So it just sort of changed my mindset for the following year, Whereas mm -hmm. basically that's really the main thing I'm going to concentrate on. I mean, right. I can still do cold calling or door knocking or that kind of thing, but the majority of the concentration really is to let my sphere know, to let the people that mm -hmm. know, like, and trust me that I am in business and I'm serious and I'm very good at what I do. Right. And because of that, you know, I've gotten a lot more leads, a lot more people who ask questions because like I tell a lot of people who are starting out, right? When you, when you just start out, people, see you as what you were before, whether you're an entrepreneur, a housewife, you know, you're a programmer, whatever it is, you're a student. Uh, after you've been in the business for a while, a couple of years or that kind of thing, then people can mm -hmm. start to see it's a professional. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy for them to trust you with their life savings, which is, you know, the house, the largest asset, to say, oh, okay, you just, you know, you just out of school and now you have a license, great, you know, right. I sell my house, right? It's, 
It's very so, difficult. So how did you go about getting people to trust you? A lot of coffees, trust? a lot of a lot of coffees, a lot of lunches. Uh, I also post a lot on social media, Facebook, just to let people know that I'm out there right. doing things. I uh, also do mailers, email, have a newsletter, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so all those things are just different touch points, just so that people know. And it's not like people, you know, know I'm in real estate, but as you mm -hmm. can so, start to show more social proof uh, that you're actually doing something, right? I think it's really helpful. Yeah, I think you've both uh, done pretty well getting reviews on your yep. uh, Yep. on your websites or on Google mm -hmm. and uh, as well. Yeah, I think both of you are, are big on social mm -hmm. and I think that's to bolster your personal relationships yeah. more yeah. than bolster uh, outside business. So you're not spending any money really on advertising? Would Correct. you say that's true? Right now, that, right now I'm, I'm spending a minimal amount to my farm, in my opinion, yeah. a minimal amount just on some Google ads and Facebook ads. Right. But the majority of my focus is really is just people. going to be on my uh, repeat and referral, at least for this year. Right. And mm -hmm. are you following a, a contact system or you just love being out with people? You go talk to people? I just people? love being out with people. Yeah. I'm not really That's as systematic in terms of that. But, right. Um, it it's a lot easier when you have events, for example, with the home show coming up. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot easier to talk to people um, to have contact points to talk to them and then when it's done talk to them again. Right, so you send out home show tickets to all your clients, yep. you follow up with a phone call, mm -hmm. did you get the tickets, are you going? Yeah, I'd love kind to of see you there. You spent a day there Yeah. Uh, and I think that's important for you to be out there knowing what's going on so you can... Yeah. Oh for sure, the home show well. is quite amazing, uh, sponsored by Remax. I mean they have a lounge, they have a whole bunch, I mean I could talk a long time about the home show but it's just yeah. a really good benefit for being in Remax but also mm -hmm. just for my clients, you know. I've had a client from Buffalo contact me and say, hey, do you think you can you know, swing tickets? I know no problem. Oh, really? So we worked it out, right? Because Amazing. she's got a client that just wants to take a look at the home show and will drive up to Toronto. I'm like, yeah, no problem. And you know, it's just part of the Remax yeah. network. Yeah, that's good. You're Very big nice. on home show tickets as well. You yep. sent to your clients. I think you're going today. I'm going today. Actually, to the yeah. home show. Uh, so that's good. Tell me a little bit. You, you do a lot of uh, cold calling and door knocking in addition to your sphere of influence. Yes. Um, but I wanna, the point I want to stress here is you're not really spending much money that's on right. your farm. I think you're, you're starting to advance on that, but just for the newer real estate agents that might be listening on here, mm -hmm. uh, you've made some mistakes spending some money early. Yes. Uh, I want to talk mistakes. about that. You're spending money. It's really tough to, to make an impact in the business. So um, talk about where you spent money and, and what happened there. So the biggest mistake that I thought of was um, I really wanted to focus on younger crowd. So I thought to myself, okay, if I can target them where they live in condos and condo apartments, if I can get my marketing out there, I can get a lot of potential deals. So I spent about $19,000 and that's just like <laughs> my first deal. I was, I got the commission check and I said, okay, perfect. I have now enough money to go spend on marketing. Right. So I published a marketing ad and I sent it out through seven different buildings at North Park area in mm -hmm. my area. And I realized it's not even one call. And I kept changing the ad, trying to twist it around, trying to figure out what's the reason. And I just realized that those people that are living in a condo, they don't have the need, they don't have the need right now to move to a townhouse or to a semi. So that money that I spent, $90,000, in a way it's a good lesson to learn. That this right. is something an experience. And then since I spent all my money right away in my first year, right away I said to myself, okay, going forward it's going to be three hours a day of cold calling then two hours a day after I finish my call calling, door knocking, and just and also meeting for lunch, one of my wedding list. So why the way I kind of and I think I was lucky this way, is that we had over 200 guests to our wedding. So what I spent doing is really focusing on those who attended the wedding, 
And instead of trying to generate new business, I said to myself, okay, we had over 100 couples. Let me focus on those couples because they know me, they trust me, they like me. This is where the business can come potentially. Right. And I was lucky this way to get business and to get me going at the beginning. Right. So I just want to stress, uh, farming is great, yeah. implementing that. The reality is it takes a year or two to generate some business. And if you're just starting out in the business, yeah. spending all that money up front yeah. really bleeds you of your ability to do some other things. Uh, an old agent, I don't know if you guys know Warren Cooper, who was a Remax Realtron agent okay. from, from, I think, the early 80s, mid-80s uh -huh. uh, when we started. He, uh, he said, you've got to make $100,000 in a neighborhood mm. before you start investing oh, wow. money into it. Mm. And that was, I, I think he said that to me in, in around 2003, 2004, uh -huh. when that was probably the equivalent of maybe 250, 300 wow. now in terms of real estate commissions. So really, you've got to get out there. You've mm. got to do a lot of business. Once your name's in an area, then you can start pounding it with flyers, but then you still have to take a year, yes. two years to really get something going. Um, so really, I think the key uh, is you've done well with your sphere. You talked about your wedding list. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. amazing. Um, what are you sending regularly to those people? So to the clients that we already, they already purchased with yeah, them? Yeah, or uh, no, sorry, your, your wedding list, sphere of influence, people you'd like to do business with but haven't done business yet with you. Not yet. So the dear letter that one of the letters that we have here at Remax Realtron, the dear letter, on a monthly, regular basis, I'm sending friend out. letter. I'm also right. using a CRM which has a dream campaign. So every month they are receiving some sort of value. So it's all about generating value. I'm not spamming them out there with just random information that is useless information. Really trying to benefit them. That's the, the way I see it is any agent will provide all that information. But I want to really focus on the value, something that will actually do something good for them. And that's how I, that's the way I see it at least. Right. Okay, and you talked about sending out home show tickets. Yep. Are you sending regular mail-outs? Uh, yeah, I just started yeah. this year. You just started this year. I think year. it's okay. a lot better because, again, it's another touch point. Like, I have yeah. a whole bunch of my sphere that's online on Facebook, but then I have a whole bunch that aren't on Facebook that yeah. have no idea how I'm doing, so I have to mail those, or right. you know, a whole bunch that may or may not have email. And so yeah. between the different touch points, hopefully someone gets a message them. Yeah, and I think you get the basis on social media, and then once they get something in the mail, yeah. I think you'll see a big, uh, big increase I in kind of return. am, actually. You're seeing that already. And that's only after one mail-in, so I'm going to probably do the quarterly, maybe monthly eventually. Yeah. But quarterly, again, I, I have it's, the same idea. It's less of mm -hmm. just you know providing, like, market stat information is, I really like to try adding value with Real all my value. pieces, whether it's videos or mm -hmm. posts or that kind of mm -hmm. thing. It's very rarely just self-promotional, like, hey, look at me. It's yeah. more like, this happened in the market, or this is something you do, you mm -hmm. know, home show tickets, or, no, it's just adding value. And so at the very end of the day, they just find me as a good resource. Right. Mm -hmm. You guys are both uh, big on video on social media. Yeah. Um, talk about what, what type of videos you talk about adding value. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you decide, do you have a timeline, number of videos you post, you just try and post every week? How does that work? I don't have any set schedule with that, but what I have been doing is both videos for myself and videos with other more experts, whether we're talking mortgage people or um, other experts such as that. Right. So uh, you're connecting with other people. I'm connected with people outside, videos. like real estate lawyers, that kind of thing, so that Again, I can add value. It's right. not just about me, but it's more like, okay, this is like, for example, I did a few interviews with Brian Madigan where we talked about the myths about a deposit and how if you don't bring a deposit in after a, you know, after a contract, right? Like you mm -hmm. have to bring in the 
deposit, yeah. you can't just not bring in the deposit and it's like a null contract, right? They can get sued for that. Right. But these are kind of things that people don't know. And if you just bring mm -hmm. little tidbits like that mm -hmm. to say, hey, you can't just cancel things, you know, because you have to try to execute them in good faith or whatever it is that you have to do. These are things that could save people potentially, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars if they knew the information. And right. so all you want to do is to keep showing, look, I know the information. My experts know the information. I want you to know the information. And then eventually, you know, maybe by association, they say, okay, you're the guy who wants to represent me. Yeah. But if not, then at least they can use their information for their own transactions. Yeah, I think that's really smart. I think to the value in social media, a lot is is what are your connections and who are right. you connected to. So bringing other people into your yeah. videos is great. Uh, Vadim, you do two videos a week, something like that. We're now expanded to three videos. Oh, a week. three videos a week. Three videos a week. So I mean, that's a that's a huge time commitment. Um, well, what have you found? I, what's your experience? So the results of video. So when the moment I realized that the video is the next thing, and Gary V always talks about it. If you're not on social media, if you're not doing videos, you're you're not communicating to your clients. So one thing that you and I have discussed earlier is that shoot videos and start posting them and just let you, everyone know that you're in business. Right. Unless you're, if you're a secret agent and you're not sharing with everyone that you're in real estate, nobody will actually know about it. So what I try to do now is any situation that I have something that is cool, something that is, will have a value that I can do a video of, it, all it takes is just a one minute video quickly post mm -hmm. it and that's it. It doesn't take much. And when I, the way I know that- Do you post your videos works, unedited? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, zero touch. So you get it out. I, I try to do the editing, I try to do it. The, the problem is you're over analyzing it, right. you're overthinking, you're like, okay, like, do I look right? Did I say something correctly? I'm an immigrant. Whatever I say, <laughs> it sounds good, I post it and I move on to the next one. <laughs> Otherwise, it. if I start analyzing, okay, did I say it correctly? Did I use the right? Yeah. Then you're in the mindset, you put yourself that, right. okay, this is not right. And that's when it becomes time consuming. I shoot a video, like yesterday I did one with a cold calling, a random video, boom, all of a sudden I got a lead from that. Someone said, okay, you know what, we just saw your video. Can you come in later tonight to give us an estimate of what the hell Amazing. it's worth? The way I know that it actually works is when I'm door knocking and someone says, hey, you're Vadim. And I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> Even before I mentioned that my name yeah. is Vadim, it's like, oh, I just saw your video on Facebook. Right. And that's $50 of advertising. That's it. You know, promoting a post on Facebook. Do you post on Facebook? Do you post on Instagram, your so videos? So what I do is, as soon as I have a video, it's right away. LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Google page, and Facebook. Right away. All of them. Right and away. do you post it individually on each or do you have an aggregate no, I, company? Or? So there is a company that does that. You will be paying about 30 bucks a month to do it. I, I just do it manually just because it's just all it is copy paste, the same using right. the same text, copy paste, and just, you know, it's done. Yeah. Lawrence, where, where is your stuff posted? Uh, my stuff's posted Facebook and YouTube right now. Facebook I'm, and I'm not even on, I mean, I'm on Instagram, but I really don't understand okay. the platform. I don't know if it's my target market. I have no Instagram, idea. Instagram, I think, is where it's at. I think it's coming. Do you guys, do you, well, you're not using Instagram. Do you use stories on Instagram? All the time. So I think stories are, are, are the biggest thing now. I actually copied it from you. Oh, so, as <laughs> I said, R&D, I see you always, like, you know, doing fun videos that are hint of real estate, yet not real estate. And that's, to me, kind of like, this is the way that you connect with your right. customers. Yeah, I, I always think it's like about a two to one ratio of yes. not real estate stuff yeah. to real mm -hmm. estate stuff. Mm -hmm. And you get out there and people know who you are and they trust you yeah. and you hit them with real estate. Yeah. Gary Vee, you talk about Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk, uh, jab, jab, punch, yeah. that type of uh, thing. So actually I want to also talk about that. Who are the people, Lawrence, who, who do you love to follow that you feel gives you a lot of uh, 
not only inspiration, but really good stuff uh, on social media. Who are you following? On and, social and media, I don't know. Like, All the stuff that I listen to are old school. <laughs> I listen to old school, school sales, stuff. Okay, old amazing. school marketing, that so, kind of thing. Uh, what's, what's Old school what's stuff, like Tony Robbins, like Tony Robbins Dan guy? Kennedy. Okay. Like the, I mean, they're all pretty old. You know, Zig Ziglar, yeah. Jim Rohn, like they're all pretty old. <laughs> yeah, so the old school <laughs> I mean, guys. The information's the same. It's just yeah. repackaged in a different way. Yeah. I feel like Tony Robbins would be like, I'm that old? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I bought his tapes when there, I was yeah. like in high school or something. Oh, wow. And that yeah, was yeah. like, you know, quite a while ago, decades ago. I used ago, to so. uh, sit in my dad's car. Yeah. And uh, we drove to New York or something when I was like 11 or 12. We <laughs> listened to Tony Robbins tapes the whole way. Wow. So I get that. And that got in my head. Yeah. And I've been a Tony Robbins guy yeah, my whole right. life. I, I love, I've traveled the world to see him. But yeah. um, who, who are you following now? Who do you think is really Gary V, definitely, and Cardona. Grant Cardone. Follow, yeah. The 10X, to me, that's, that's what kind of, you have this goal on your wall at your right. office. And you know that this is what you need to achieve. Yeah. And you have this vision and you're not, this is where I'm going to go. And it has to be 10X. Yeah. I lo- actually, Grant Cardone, <laughs> I've just been talking about a lot. I've watched a little bit of yeah. his clips. Yeah, I'm getting, he's, getting into Grant Cardone. He's, he's pretty good, too. I'm going to take Zig Ziglar for sales. <laughs> I, I and, mean, uh, I listen to them, a, like, I'll watch them a little bit, but I mean, I don't have their level of go, go, go kind of thing because they're pretty yeah. intense. They're pretty intense. <laughs> they're <laughs> pretty intense, which I think matches your personality perfectly. But. I think the personality comes from that. So if you're, you're asking me, how do I have so much energy? When I'm there at the gym working out and doing a treadmill yeah. for half an hour and I'm watching either G- Gary Vee or Cardone, yeah. you're, you get so pumped that you're you like, once you're ready on the phone, you're like, just like, you just go, go, go. Yeah. Great. Well, that, that's so amazing. Uh, I think we covered a lot. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure we're going to finish and I'm going to say, oh, we should have talked about so many things, but time is a limiting factor. Yeah. So thanks so much for, for doing this, guys. Uh, I hope everyone listening uh, enjoyed it. Just if you're listening, try and pull something from the last 25, 30 minutes of something you can do and add to your business, whether it's following someone uh, or just posting a video, getting it out there, uh, R&D, what is it? Rip and develop. Rip and develop. (laughs) Um, Lots of great stuff. Lawrence, uh, you're you're lighthearted connecting with people has been great. Um, I think it's been lots of fun. So uh, to everyone listening, catch us on Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, Apple, whatever it's called, <laughs> and uh, and YouTube, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thanks so much, guys. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks. Jeremy. Thank you.